Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, this is Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Maciel Davila Ferrer. And can you believe it? We are in the last program in our series, Trusting God's Way. If you have been listening throughout the series, we are now in our 20th lesson here. Yeah, and we started way at the beginning where the spies went to see the promised land and all of that. And then we went through the book of Joshua and then through the book of Judges. Now mm. we're in 1 Samuel. And we find ourselves again in a different transition in the history of Israel. Yes, and after this will come the rest of the history story of Israel mm-hmm. with David and yes. all that that we have already done series on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was the one series that we were missing in the middle, so now we have it. And uh, we are going to concentrate on Prophet Samuel today. Um, in our last program, we actually talked about uh, Hannah, his mother, mm-hmm. you know, uh, struggling with God's timing and God's purpose. Uh, and the, then when she saw it fulfilled, she kept her covenant and yes. gave back her son into the service of the Lord. And yeah. so now we're going to read about Yeah, him. we're going to read about Samuel. And what is in interesting is that there is another priest at this time, right? His name is Eli, and his sons are not behaving very well in the temple, and they're doing terrible things, Mm -hmm. actually, from sexual sins to other types of sins that it's mentioned here. And Eli has to accept that um, the time for his family's priesthood is ending because God gives him a message that says that. And, you know, sometimes we have to accept um, God's will that is different than what we had expected, Mm -hmm. right? And for Eli, he had been communicating with God for a long time, but but something was changing. Yes, and and his his children were not going to continue. Yes. You know, I'm thinking about um, a person recently that was on on death row, Mm. and he had committed a crime uh, several years ago, about 30 years ago. Uh, a, a very bad and heinous crime. And then after that, he met the Lord. And um, so he had a ministry. He converted a lot of people in prison. Wow. Um, and uh, and so many letters went to the government asking for clemency for mm-hmm. him. And finally, the, they didn't give him clemency. And so he mm-hmm. he sent a message to all of us that we were praying for him and and he said, I'm at peace with whatever the Lord has decided. Wow. You know, which which is quite a thing, you know. He spent uh, uh, like 30 years after the crime. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he did his best with the, the years that he had afterwards and that yeah. the Lord had forgiven him and that he was going to accept whatever God decided. So there's a time in which we need to accept sometimes God's will that is so different than what we had hoped for. Yes. Even even uh, for a life, and, and you know, or death in this and, case. And yeah, in the face of very difficult mm-hmm. news. Yeah. Eli is going to hear. Yeah, and so now we're going to go to uh, the moment in which we see that Samuel is growing. Remember that uh, the mother made the vow and brought him to Eli. He's a little boy. And in chapter 2 of First Samuel, we realize that he's starting to grow up uh, there in the middle of this, the religious services that he's helping Eli with. Right? And every year his mom brings him some. Can I read it? It's yeah, just yeah, so yeah. cute. In so, verse 18 and 19 of chapter 2, Samuel was ministering before the Lord 
boy wearing a linen ephod. Each year, his mother made him a little robe and took it to him <laughs> when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifices. Yeah, so so she's bringing this uh, this little robe, right? <laughs> because he's already ministering before the Lord. He's wearing a linen ephod, but he's a boy, yes. right? So she brings him a little robe. So for for context, then all of Samuel's life is in service to the Absolutely. Lord. Absolutely, so he's, he's is a very little boy. Yes. So here we are told that uh, Eli uh, had blessed Elkanah and his wife, saying, "May the Lord give you children from this woman in place of the one you she dedicated to the Lord." And the Lord gave her five more children. It says verse twenty-one of where in First Samuel chapter two, verse twenty-one, the Lord visited Hannah and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Yes. And in verse twenty-six, we get a picture of what's happening in Samuel's life as well. Mm, yeah. And the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in favor with the Lord and men. Almost identical to the language in the New Testament. Yeah, about Jesus. About Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, at the end of this chapter, um, God gives a, a, a very difficult message to Eli, saying that um, that he was going to raise uh, up for himself a faithful priest who was going to do according to his will, mm. his heart. This is in verse 35. And that his family, Eli's family, was not going to continue in this priesthood, mm-hmm. that, that his house was about to to. To finish right. the, the services because of the sins of his sons. So here we have the prophetic call to Samuel. Samuel has been serving the Lord and now he's going to become an actual prophet. Wow. And this is a very known, uh, beautiful story, chapter 3 of 1 Samuel. So do you want to get started on yeah. verses 1 and 2? Yeah. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak, he could barely see was lying down in the usual place. And now we get this picture mm-hmm. of God starting to communicate after all these years. It says it was rare in those days. Yes. Why, why do you think the voice of God, the Word of God, was rare in those days? As we read through the book of Joshua, uh, pardon me, the book of Judges, we saw that the violence was increasing and and the rebellion of the people. And mm. so now we're. this is yeah. the result of that, that, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. behavior. So, uh, even even in, in the house of the priesthood, they were rebelling against God because it, the children of Eli were doing yes. all these things. And it's interesting that Eli had opinions about Hannah's behavior, but, <laughs> but didn't his house speak, is not in order. Speak to the issues there. Yeah. And when he did rebuke them eventually in chapter two, it's too late. They're they're yes. grown up men. They're not changing his ways. And They've been yeah, exactly. it's too late. Yeah, yeah exactly. Late. And so mm-hmm. here we have uh, it says on verse three of chapter three that the lamp of God had not yet gone out, which means that is right before the dawn, because okay. during the night this lamp was on to mm-hmm. illumine the, the whole area. And little Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord <laughs> where the ark of God was. Mm-hmm. And this is the first instance in which the ark of God is mentioned in this book of First Samuel. Mm. And that the Lord called Samuel, which was unusual because the word wasn't coming yes, at it, that time. It starts okay. there at the beginning of the chapter. And Samuel's response, verse 4, uh, the, he answered, here I am, as he runs to Eli. Yeah, he thinks, okay, uh, it must be Eli that is calling yes. me, right? Here I am, he says, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. So it's very interesting because you see the eagerness of Samuel to, to do his whatever yes. he's supposed to do, do it right. 
right? Do you know? Yes. He, he said this. He ran to Eli. He went back. He lay down. I mean, he's very active in this yes. narrative. And the Lord called him again. Yeah. Oh, and so he goes. He goes to Eli. <laughs> Here I am. You called me. <laughs> yeah. It's second time, right? Yeah. And he answered. No, go lie back down. You know, it's very interesting. Uh, let me say three things. Uh, there's three characters in this narrative that are very prominent characters. And all of them are main characters. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Samuel, 24 times mentioned in this chapter. We have Eli, 17 times mentioned. And the Lord, 19 times 19 mentioned. 19 times yeah. being mentioned. And um, so he, we have little Samuel saying, okay, uh, something's going on. Yes. So the third time he hears the call of the Lord and he goes to Eli. That's when Eli realizes something's going on. Yes, yes. And what does he say to him? In verse 9, it reads, So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. You know, it's very interesting to, to notice that it would take a lot from Eli as the priest to say, wow, is God really talking to this boy? And he's no longer talking to me, but he's talking to this boy. And there's, spe- there's a part of that that you have to accept. Yes, it speaks to his submission. I would even say humility. Yes. Perhaps this is not, I'm not perhaps, like he, yeah. this is not the way that he wanted yeah, things absolutely. to turn out. But there is wisdom in what he's doing yeah. because he's then opening the, the, the door for to Samuel. His, to his successor. Yes. And that's why I started with this, with this story at the beginning that there are times we need to actually submit to God's will even when it turns out different than we had hoped for and to say, okay, I'm going to be at peace with this. In this case, Eli has to mentor Samuel because he realizes that the Lord is starting to talk to somebody else. And that's a lesson that I don't think we can start with. I think that's why it's lesson number 20 and not lesson (laughs) number one. How do we trust God's will when it is so contrary to what we were hoping hoping for, praying for? Absolutely. And so for the fourth time, the Lord calls Samuel. And this time, it seems that the Lord came closer to him and that he actually saw something because uh, he will talk about a vision later on. Yeah. And so chapter uh, chapter 3, verse 10, if you want to read it, we're in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 10. The Lord came and stood there, it says in mine, Mm -hmm. calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. Yeah, because Eli has said the third time, if you hear it again, say, here I am, you know, because he realized that the Lord was calling him. Well, now it says that the Lord came and stood and I guess before he was calling from farther yeah. away or from the ark or who knows, now he came. Maybe this inexperienced boy needed a little closer a to, little to understand. And this, the double address, Samuel, Samuel, is a very important uh, hmm. double address because when somebody's being called for a special mission in the Bible, they're called twice. Wow. So we have Samuel, Samuel. Hmm. We have Saul, Saul in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So here's... Uh, it's Moses, Moses, we have something very special going on. And actually, God gives him a message. And the message is not a nice one. Not an easy one. To how, a young how you, boy. How would you like that to be the first sermon God gives you? That <laughs> you have to tell these people that no more, your house this is done. Is it. Yeah. And it speaks to his courage. This opens the door later because yeah. he then has to share this message with Eli, who is mm-hmm. probably waiting to, to hear what's happening, what's the mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. And he has the courage. He Again, he is submissive he's willing yeah. to tell Eli the hard thing yeah but he it's, it's very interesting because you know God 
says, tell Eli that this is not going to go on with his children, mm-hmm. that his house is finishing here, you know. Yeah. And so it says that Samuel lay down again until the morning. He, he didn't really know what to do with this, right? Right. And verse 15 says, Samuel lay down until the morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And as soon as he opens the doors of the house of the Lord, Eli is, is like there waiting because yes. he's been the whole night <laughs> waiting to see what the Lord told him, right? And, and maybe guessing that this is not yeah. going to be great news. Yeah, because he's not getting the message himself. No, yeah. no. The okay. conversation there has ended. It's and very interesting. This is Samuel was afraid to tell the vision. He, here we have the word vision because mm-hmm. it looks like he saw something. Uh, Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. I can imagine. This is this is the person who's ultimately raising him. This is the person who yeah. he's in service to. And yeah. now he has to take on the authority, even as a young boy, the authority of being the spiritual leader, kind of a yeah. spiritual director. Exactly. And and it's, uh, wow, uh, I can't imagine Eli's feelings. And, mm-hmm. and so he says, please tell me, you know, what, yeah. what, what he said and he, don't verse, hide anything yeah, from me. Yeah, that's his verse, Go ahead. verse 17. When, what was said to you, Eli asked, do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely, if you hide anything he told you. Yeah, and, and Samuel tells him everything. And the response of Eli shows, the way we sh- uh, started this program, mm-hmm. that there are times in which you have to submit to God's will when it's not what you expected. And he said, it is the Lord, let him do what seems good to him. So he actually has this... Uh, surrendering spirit, wow. Eli does, and um, wh- one of the things that I'm amazed at is is every every character has something. Samuel, the eagerness, and now coming to his prophetic role, um, but Eli, his submissiveness his submiss- to, to God's yeah, will, and then mm-hmm. the Lord's. Uh, desire to communicate with Israel in spite of all that they have done. He continues to communicate. Even and 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 he does that today. Even as we close doors, he's always looking for a for way, way and to he will keep calling more. like Massiel, oh, yeah, Elizabeth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly. still calling you. He's exactly. calling you at home. Yeah, and and it, it, it finishes here beautifully. It says that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord and and uh, uh, everybody in Israel realized that Samuel actually was a prophet of the Lord. And, and this would be a prophet that would anoint the kings, King anoint Saul, kings, yes. <laughs> and King David, yes. and you know, in, in so many ways, uh, with the rest of the history of redemption. So we re- want to remind you today that if you surrender to God's will, God is going to fulfill His purpose in you, you know, not just for salvation, for eternal life, which He only can do, but even for your daily life, even when you don't understand it, trust God's way. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!